You're listening to Focus on the Bible. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the show. I care very deeply that we all make the terms of the gospel clear for everyone. Now, today, there are over 3,000 religions in the world. And even among our churches who claim the name Christian, there's wide disagreement about what are the terms of the gospel. Out on the streets and on our campuses across America, there's almost a total lack of knowledge about what the Bible says, what we need to do in order to have everlasting life. And friend, nothing could be more important than that a person knows that they'll be with God at the end of it all and for forever. We need to know that we have eternal life personally, and we also need that knowledge so that we can give that knowledge to other people who deserve a good, clear telling of what a person must do to be saved forever. Today, as we focus on the Bible, I want to look at the theme of blood and how important blood is in the redemption of man. Let's begin in Exodus chapter 12 with the story of the Passover. Now, God is going to execute judgment on Egypt for being the enemy of God, but God's going to spare Israel. And the mark of God's redemption here is going to be the blood of the Lamb on the doorpost of the homes of those Israelites. The Bible speaks this very clearly in Exodus chapter 12 in verse 23. Here we go. For the Lord will pass through to smite the Egyptians. And when he seeth the blood upon the lintel and on the two side posts, the Lord will pass over the door and will not suffer the destroyer to come in unto your houses to smite you. Isn't that a clear, simple story of God's redemption? Judgment was spared Israel that night because of the blood that marked the homes of those Now, over in Leviticus chapter 17, the whole chapter is dedicated to telling us the importance of the blood in the ministry of redemption with God. Blood was used to purify the priests ceremonially to get them ready to do their jobs in the tabernacle. It was used on the pieces of furniture in the tabernacle to ceremonially cleanse those instruments of ministry. And in Leviticus 17 and verse 11, God speaks of the importance of blood towards the redemption of sinners. Verse 11 says, For the life of the flesh is in the blood, and I have given it to you upon the altar to make an atonement for your souls. For it is the blood that maketh an atonement for the soul. Now God never changed his mind about that. That blood is the way that people can have atonement or at-one-ment with God. But there's one thing we need to know, friend. Hebrews chapter 10 makes it very clear that the blood of animals could never actually satisfy God for the payment for our sins. All those Old Testament animals that were sacrificed were just 
stick figures drawn out on God's teaching board to show us what God would accomplish through the offering of the blood of the Lamb of God, that's Jesus. But all those animals that died before were just examples of what Jesus one day would do. Hebrews chapter 10 verse 4 says, For it is not possible that the blood of bulls and of goats should take away sins. Wherefore, when he cometh into the world, he saith, Sacrifice and offering thou wouldest not, but a body hast thou prepared me. And so Jesus Christ received a body at Bethlehem in order to carry out a sacrifice of his own blood and body at the cross that God would use for our redemption. Now in Hebrews chapter 9, one chapter earlier, get verse number 11 and 12. Here we go. But Christ being come an high priest of good things to come by a greater and more perfect tabernacle, not made with hands, that is to say, not of this building, neither by the blood of goats and calves, but by his own blood, he entered in once into the holy place, having obtained eternal redemption for us. Now today, friend, all these disagreements between all these churches and denominations and religions in the world and the cults, so much confusion. All this confusion can be clarified if we go back to the blood and we realize that God used blood for redemption then and He still does today. But it's the blood of Jesus Christ that clears our sin away. Ephesians now in chapter 1 verse 7, the Bible says, in whom we have redemption through his blood, the forgiveness of sins according to the riches of his grace. Amen. If we're telling a person what they need to do to have eternal life, does it seem like we should tell them to obey all the laws of the Bible? to obey God in everything they can find to do and hope they please Him by the end of their lives. Well, this is essentially the message of all those cults, religions of the world, and so many churches that even claim the name Christian, but they have a field of ignorance about the fact that God uses blood and the blood of Jesus to take away our sin to give us forgiveness and redemption and oneness with God in everlasting life. Somehow we lost our focus on what the Bible actually says, friend, and it's time to go back to the Word. Let's be clear. Salvation is not by obedience. Salvation is not by the deeds of the flesh. It's not by works. It never has been, and it's not now, nor will it ever be. But we have a way to God. It's through the blood of Jesus Christ. Now over in the back of the Bible, the book of 1 Peter now and chapter 1. Listen to these great words of Peter the Apostle. Begin with verse number 18. Peter says, For as much as ye know that ye were not redeemed with corruptible things as silver and gold, 
from your vain conversation received by tradition from your fathers, but with the precious blood of Christ as of a lamb without blemish and without spot, who verily was foreordained before the foundation of the world, but was manifest in these last times for you. Listen, friend, verse 21. Who by him do believe in God, that raised him up from the dead, and gave him glory, that your faith and hope might be in God. It's all about the blood. Our redemption rests in the blood payment made by Jesus Christ on the cross. Friend, nothing else will get God's attention for our redemption except the blood of that spotless lamb that God in the fa- before the foundation of the world were laid had already determined that his redemption would only be given through those who rest their faith in God in the redemption offer paid by Jesus, the Lamb of God on the cross where he died for our sins. And now the last book of the Bible, Revelation and chapter 5, John, the best friend of Jesus, the apostle present at the crucifixion, at the hill called Golgotha, the place of a skull, who watched the Lamb of God die to take away the sins of the world, writes for us in Revelation chapter 5 about the blood of Jesus and how it accomplished our redemption. Verse number 8, 9, and 10 of Revelation 5. Here we go. And when he had taken the book, The four beasts and four and twenty elders fell down before the Lamb, having every one of them harps and golden vials full of odors, which are the prayers of saints. And they sung a new song, saying, Thou art worthy to take the book and to open the seals thereof, for thou wast slain and has redeemed us to God by thy blood out of every kindred and tongue and people and nation, and has made us unto our God kings and priests, and we shall reign on the earth. And I beheld, John writes, and I heard the voice of many angels round about the throne and the beasts and the elders, and the number of them was 10,000 times 10,000 and thousands of thousands saying with a loud voice, Worthy is the Lamb that was slain to receive power and riches and wisdom and strength and honor and glory and blessing. They all will be praising God in the end of it all in this picture painted by John the Apostle that salvation is of the blood of Jesus Christ and no other way. And friend, all these disagreements and all these arguments and all these false teachings that try and make it true that man can redeem himself through his own efforts to obey or to produce his own righteousness, and it all goes away at a simple reading of the Word of God. When we see what God says in His Bible about the payment Jesus paid on the cross for our sin. Friend, if we care about making salvation known, then we need to go back to the Bible 
And when we study the Bible, the story is all about the redemption offered by Jesus Christ at the cross and how the Lamb of God gave away His life in a torn and bloody mess to pay the death penalty for our sin. You see, people in their confusion think that somehow they're saved sort of as they go along with God, as they offer their best to God, as they make their own sacrifices through religious living to God. And the thought out there in the streets is that if we could just do enough and we could do it long enough and we could have enough good work or righteous deeds laid up before God that when we stand before Him one day and He judges us, we just commend to God our very best work and obedience. But now, friend, if we're saved by our obedience or by our good works, why does the Bible call it grace? Grace means that we've entered into God's favor, God's way, and God's way is through the blood of a spotless lamb ordained before the foundation of the world that he would take our sin, that he would pay our death penalty. And so one day, under a sunless sky, there is Jesus crying out to God his Father. And friend, what did Jesus say on that day? It is finished. Friend, what he meant was the plan has come to its fulfillment. The sin has been laid. The sin was transferred off of the sinner and onto Jesus Christ, the Son of God, pre-existent creator and master of the universe, who on that day humbled himself, became a little lower than the angels, and in the form of a man took the form of a servant, a naked servant, dying on a bloody old cross to take our sin away. This episode is a production of Focus Evangelistic Ministries Incorporated. For questions or comments about this episode or another biblical topic, you can write to us at Focus Ministries Incorporated, P.O. Box 498, Danielsville, Georgia, 30633. For more information about our ministry, you can visit our website, freddycoyle.org. That's F-R-E-D-D-I-E-C-O-I-L-E.org. We hope to see you again for next week's episode of Focus on the Bible.